Madison's Alternative 1067, The Resistance, this week on the Disruptor Series. I am pleased to be joined by AJR. Hello. Hey. Hello. We are here. We actually got all three of you, which is pretty impressive during a pandemic. <laughs> cool, right? <laughs> so happy Earth Day. I hear you guys are doing some things to celebrate. Yeah. I know there's only one day of the year that's Earth Day, but I celebrate Earth Day every day because this is something that I spend my life working on. I'm finishing up my PhD on sustainability, uh, sustainable development. I have a podcast that's all about, you know, environmentalism. And uh, we're actually doing some pretty, some pretty cool things with our touring around sustainability. What about you, Jack and Ryan? <laughs> what are we doing to celebrate? Yeah. Well, I know there's only one Earth Day a year, but I really celebrate Earth Day every year. <laughs> no, like Adam said, that the, the cause is all extremely important to us, and we really try to be mindful of that every single day of the year. I didn't, tell, I didn't tell Ryan and Jack this, but we're changing their electricity in their building to come from solar only. So, oh. yeah. You, you, didn't tell, you, wanted, you didn't want to tell us? That's all right. Nope. No, this was the right moment to let you know. <laughs> So are you all getting PhDs then in sustainable? Apparently now, yeah. <laughs> Adam speaks for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> also, congratulations on the number one alternative album on Billboard. I just saw that headline a couple hours ago. Is it difficult to keep up with all the accolades these days? <laughs> um, no, we, we, we see pretty much all of them. Uh, we, we constantly want any sort of feedback and, 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 you know, validation that someone's listening and either liking or disliking or just hearing the music. So, so we, we, I, I know a lot of artists um, and famous, you know, celebrities say like, I stay away from the reviews, stay away from the comments or the charts or anything like that. We love to look at that stuff. We, we, we love knowing <laughs> how, what, what people think. Your new album, OK Orchestra came out in March. Where did you get the title for that album? Um, yeah, that was very much uh, r related to the album concept, which is about, being okay, being fine, not being so doomed anymore and not being all the way better, but, but knowing like, okay, in this moment we can exist and cope. And so this idea of uh, being uh, part of this okay orchestra world, and, and it, it has a lot of sonic references throughout of these instruments morphing into each other. Uh, we thought this painted a really interesting image of that feeling. Did you know that Weezer was going to release Okay Human? No, we actually did not. Um, and uh, and and I we we posted about it, and then Rivers had to. He wrote to me and had to break the news. He, he was like, "Hey, crazy coincidence!" And I was like, "Oh, it actually is a coincidence." I thought I thought he was writing to me to be like, "Hey, big coincidence, huh?" You know, like we had we had taken yeah. it from him, but I was like, "No, I promise, I didn't know." I saw you guys years ago at a sold out show at the Majestic here in Madison, which is a six hundred person venue, and then a couple of years later you sold out the brand new Sylvie, which is a 2,500 person venue. It was kind of uh, a proud mama moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> Your show at the Majestic was one of the first shows that my station got to present because we've only been around for three or four years. So then to see you guys, what felt like grow so fast, does it feel fast to you guys? I don't think so. Yeah, uh, partly because we've been doing it so long, but also because it's, it's very in real time. I think if we went, if we woke up tomorrow and we went viral on TikTok or something, that would feel really fast because the millions, that's such an unattainable number. But for us, it's been very much like we did it for the, whatever you said, right? 400 people. 
okay, all those 400 people told one friend. And so the next time we did it for double that and then double that and, and then double that it we're, we're talking in the ones of friends here, you know? <laughs> uh, and, and so then at this point now where we're like uh, about to announce like this amphitheater and arena tour still in this moment uh, in this uh, attainable place of just like one friend at a time. I think a lot of bands really wish that their their fans would tell even one friend. <laughs> it, it's a lot, seriously. <laughs> it, it it is. You gotta be. You gotta. Have, I guess have something special to be like. Hey, you gotta check this out. When your shows are epic, there's choreography and sound and lights, and it's it's a production. How do you guys pull that off? Thank you. Number one, it's really important to us to give fans more than what they paid for, you know? And, and I think those are kind of the best movies that you walk out of that you're like, God, I would have paid like a hundred bucks to see that. That was like the best two hours of my life or this week. Uh, so, so that's number one. And number two, we really have so much fun making it. It's so much fun to kind of sit down with a blank, you know, piece of paper and say, what on earth could happen on stage this time? Truly anything goes, you know, it's such an untapped medium live shows uh, from a production standpoint. And so we, we come up with a bunch of really weird ideas in like a day or two and then spend like six months on the phone with managers and production people and companies and try and see if we can, you know, implement any of them. Uh, so it's a really long, arduous process, but eventually it gets to the point where a fan comes and says, that was the cool, like, I wasn't, wasn't expecting that or you really blew my mind there. And that is just so worth even the years of, of work just to give them that one night. So we can expect the same from the amphitheater shows. I think it'll be even more. I think yeah. that's our number one goal to just keep beating our, our past tours and do something more mind blowing. So you don't get to see the same thing twice. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to like, even imagine how much more you guys could do to try to. <laughs> like, it's funny. Cause we have the same, we have the same thought before we sit down and write an album or we sit down uh, to think of ideas for the show. There is literally an hour before we were like, no, come on. Like we should just like, we, we did it. We got it. We pushed it. But then we're like, okay, let's just think a little bit harder. You know, what hasn't been done. In an Instagram post last year, Ryan, you said that the music philosophy you live by is to make every part of the song a hook. No part of any song should be a throwaway that you forget about. Do you think that's why your guys' songs are so catchy and they become familiar to the audience so fast? Oh, that's, well, that's nice. Probably. Yeah, I, I think that's probably right. Because I think like, I think, hello, hello, I'm not where I'm supposed to be, is even catchier than, won't you help me sober? I think it's even more of a hook. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas you would think, oh, the, of course the chorus is going to be the hook. So I think that's, that is probably why you want, you immediately want to hear it again, because it's two or three hooks, not just one. All right, I have a couple quick questions. We're going to do a speed round, all of you. What that's order right, do you want to go in? Let's go AJR. All right. What's the most used app on your phone? Uh, Instagram. Um, speed round. Speed oh, round. sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Instagram. No, no. It has to be different. Oh, it has to be different. Speed uh, round. Twitter, Twitter. Uh, um, Mine. Uh, maps. Maps. <laughs> maps app. <laughs> What's your favorite beverage? Oh, kombucha. Uh, speed round. Water, water. <laughs> Root beer. <laughs> Favorite song to sing when no one is around? Um, TikTok by Kesha. Um, uh, uh, Speed round. Uh, Speed. The SpongeBob SquarePants theme song. Uh, Blue Dabba Dee Dabba Die. <laughs> if you could switch bodies with a brother for a day, which brother would it be? <laughs> Go. And why? Yeah. <laughs> Speed round. Speed round. <laughs> 
Um, I would Next. choose Ryan <laughs> because he's the most muscular. <laughs> I would do uh, Ryan so I could see what it's like to walk around uh, in uh, the skin of someone who had it kind of hard in high school. <laughs> God. Go, go for uh, it. Adam, big penis. <laughs> is this going to be live on the radio or should we uh, throw it here? Don't send it to your boss or anything. <laughs> Do you sleep with socks on or no socks? No socks. Depends how cold it is in the room. Sometimes socks. No socks. All right, last question. What is Wayla sad about? It's about Adam, go! <laughs> right now. It's about this moment in time. Right now. Go, Jack. <laughs> it is about lowering your expectations to be okay with the moment. Uh, uh, it's about, uh, yeah, yeah uh, coping and figuring out how to be happy right now. It's about giving Paul Simon some of our publishing because we <laughs> used his sample. <laughs> right. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. We are going to check out Wayla said right now on The Resistance. Play it at double speed. Speed. <laughs> speed round. <laughs> speed round. You need more spin. Speed. Speed. <laughs> <laughs>